Podcast is episode 443, and it's Tuesday, May 9th, 2023. That is not the voice of Layton, your every other week co-host. It is my brother, Theodore. And today on the podcast, we've been alluding to talking about um, some things that, that I learned or observed in my two grandparents' passing. And today on the episode... It's just Theodore, my brother Theodore and I, so obviously same grandparents. And then I was hoping to have Jeff and Layton on here just so they could chime in with some of their uh, thoughts on, on what we observed. And I think we'll need to just get their feedback on next week's episode because Jeff and Layton could not make it today. But so I, I want to just, so I kind of introduced what, what we're going to be talking about. Okay, just a minute here. I, I have something to play. It's Tuesday, May 9th, 2023. Wow, so Leighton really does want to get his voice in, even if he's not here in person. He sent that a little too late, but I still wanted to play it. So my grandma, uh, Grandma Irene, passed away in 2020. And I remember uh, at her passing, just being kind of struck by what was happening like with the family and the setting around that. And I'll, I'll just kind of briefly paint a picture. Um, she, she died kind of quickly. Like we weren't expecting her to pass away as quickly over the course of about a week. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, I mean, she was, she had, you know, battled uh, some different sicknesses, including cancer and everyone kind of thought everything was okay. And then it took a quick and sudden turn for the worse. And over the course of a week, she passed away. And I remember the last uh, the last few days and the evening that she passed away, I was just kind of struck by the whole, for the most part, the entire family was there. And I remember just this feeling that this is how I want, when I'm that age, when I hopefully have um, children and, and grandchildren and great-grandchildren, that's the way that I think I would want to pass away. Surrounded by a bunch of family. And I've just been... So that just kind of hit me, and I've been been trying to pursue the answers of of what, how do you get that to happen? And obviously, we're not in total control of our of the outcome of our lives, um, or how people are going to you know respond and what they are going to do. But I've just been pursuing the idea, like, what can I do? What can I not do? What you know? Um, what not really routines, but what what traditions can our family have, or what can we emphasize as a family that when I'm eighty plus years old, or according to my uh, my life plan, ninety four years old, when I'm ready to pass away, you know, how can I be surrounded by my children and grandchildren? Where and, and these are some of the things too. So, our family, my aunts and uncles, are by no means perfect. And it's not like everyone, you know, loves each other, like wants to hang out all the time, but everyone is able to hang out without there being, you know, explosions. Mm-hmm. And I think that actually says quite a bit. And how, yeah, so how do you, 
live your life in such a way that your children and grandchildren are able to get together around your bedside as you're passing away. And obviously other times too, whether it is, you know, reunions or family vacations, how, how do you, how do they get together without, or how do they get together? How do they want to get together? So those are just some of the things that I, that I, that I noticed. And then I kind of was hit with the similar things when my grandpa passed away, um, Grandpa Malin, uh, about a month ago. And I think I kind of want to open it up to our listeners. And maybe we should even have a guest on the podcast to maybe give their point of view as well. Like, what did our grandparents do to create, to help? It wasn't all them, obviously. But I do believe they did some things to nurture and encourage that kind of a relationship within the family. What are your thoughts, Theodore? Um, yeah, I never really like just thought about it very deep. Like, kind of just I take it for granted how our family uh, acts together and how we can yeah be together, like you said, without arguing. And that is definitely from the top down because, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it would be good to interview maybe one of the aunts and uncles, not our mom. But someone else, because I know I've talked to her about it, but I think it'd be good to get a, another perspective as well. But I definitely agree that it, and I even heard this from one of the nurses at the hospital, that a lot of people at the end of their life, there's still turmoil there from their family. And it's just such a blessing to be able to go peacefully and just, yeah, just be ready to go. There's nothing left to do but die. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I really yeah enjoy how much uh, my extended family how much we hang out. We used to go almost every Sunday night over to my grandpa's house during the summer and and things like that and vacations together as a huge family and and that is part. I don't think that's uh, the reason. It's a symptom of of how close our family was. And yeah, I don't know how you get to that point. And obviously, uh, our grand grandpa Malin was was wealthy. But usually when there's wealth, it actually makes family relations worse, more, uh, more, uh, more tension, more friction. And, and so I think it's even more impressive with, with the wealth that he had that his family w- was as close as what they, what they are. Mm-hmm. These are just some of the things I guess would be interesting, too, to get some feedback from... Uh, from our aunts and uncles and parents, but I know sometimes this is one of the things that I noticed or that this is one of the things I thought about more recently. I never, um, our family, there, there was a lot of gatherings. There was, they, uh, there used to be a once a year fishing trip. Um, actually pretty like right until, right until the very end, right until actually, uh, grandma passed away in 2020. And there was usually, you know, a get together either Memorial day or labor day, and so there was quite a few opportunities to get together as a family with, with vacation things, but I never remember feeling like my parents were pressured to get together. And I know that can kind of put a sour taste in my mouth when I do feel that pressure of needing to, um, or feeling obligated to, to come together for a gathering. I always remember feeling like that we wanted to get together and that they wanted to get together, but I never ever sensed it or heard any kind of pressure from grandma and grandpa to come together for the gatherings. And they're definitely, not everyone did show up, um, especially the last 
you know, 15 years probably. Mm-hmm. But even before, well, I guess I don't remember quite as much before that, but in the last 15 years, I never remember hearing or feeling that pressure, <clears throat> at least not from them. Um, <clears throat> if there was any, it would have been more from probably the grandchildren than from the grandparents. <clears throat> I don't know. What do you, what do you think about that? Yeah, I, I guess in a way it's kind of like, uh, a church, like if you if you have to go to church, you're not enjoying it, and it kind of, I don't know. You should want to go to church, and you should want to go to family things, because a lot of time, a lot of issues in marriages are okay. We're spending way more time with your family; it's not fair or whatever. That's always an issue. So if you, it is cool if you want to go hang out with with a family with your family. Um, yeah, I don't know how you, especially if you live in a small community and both of your families are around. I don't know how you, you do that, uh, well, but yeah. One thing I would say is if everyone is interested, if everyone has the same hobbies, it makes it a lot easier. So like my brother-in-laws and my brother love riding dirt bike and four wheeler and they could just get together anytime for that. And me and you aren't, you for sure not aren't into that. I'm a little bit, but not as much as them. And so if it's like a common hobby like fishing, everyone in our family enjoyed fishing, so we would always go on fishing trips together. That's a that's a big thing. Finding something that you can all enjoy and everyone can be involved in. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that is a good point. And you'll probably hear. So we talked about a, a fishing trip that happened every year. Obviously, that is one of the things you can do when there when there is extra extra wealth. Like not everyone can afford to go on a fishing trip every year with with the family. But I don't think you have to do a fishing trip. I think there's other things you can do to have that same um, that same experience or mm-hmm. a similar type of experience. This is maybe not... This is something else that I've noticed uh, in both my grandma and grandpa. They were very excited people or excitable people. Like I remember one time in particular at one of the Memorial Day or Labor Day camping trips, uh, which was just in the, basically in their backyard in a little pond. We, we were playing, I mean, it was kind of a, a new, we were playing with some toys. It was like a, a toy with a, uh, a net. It was for two people. You had a net and a ball and you just kind of whipped them back and forth. And I just remember how excited grandpa got after I made a pretty spectacular move and caught the ball. And I, I was probably like, you know, eight years old or nine years old. But I, I, suppose, I do remember it. And he just like was so excited that just thought it was so impressive that I was able to to react and catch the ball in time. Mm-hmm. And even looking at pictures of them, especially especially when they were younger, they were just very full of life and excited about everything. Mm-hmm. And that kind of that did change in the last few years as they were in more pain getting older, uh, that definitely was, was a big, uh, that changed. And I'm sure that's, that's understandable. Mm-hmm. No, that is true. He would always, uh, yeah, love to, to have his grandchildren do cool things or, or reward them for things like, whether it's like we're doing something, I don't know, playing a game and he'd be like, Hey, whoever wins gets 20 bucks or whatever. And he would love to see his grandchildren excel and, and do good, and he would brag on them. And, yeah, that was something really cool for sure. All right, I think I'm ready now to to, to listen and hear some feedback from either our aunts and uncles or possibly from a listener. 
Uh, whether or not you knew our grandparents, Malin and Irene, you can just give some insight on what we've been talking about and maybe your own experiences, your own grandparents. Maybe maybe you are a grandparent. And basically the question is, or what I'm trying to get at is, what what do you, <clears throat> what routines do you have? What do you emphasize in life? Um, or what do you, <clears throat> what do you not emphasize in life or with your family or with your grandkids that that makes your children want to be around you and around each other. And I know you can live a perfect life and sometimes that's just not going to happen for everyone. And so I know this is not like, I'm not seeking a 100% formula, but I'm trying to just, I just want to live my life the best that I can to, yeah, I just want to live my life and, and, and have our children hopefully turn out in that kind of a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I want to say something. Um, just thinking about like a year and a, or two and a half years ago when my grandma died. And then I remember kind of, it was very sad and it was kind of like, that was my first grandparent that passed away. And it was, it was definitely hard, but it didn't really sink in until grandpa died where it's like, that's it. Yeah. That's, that's the last, I mean, yeah, like so much is going to change. Their house is going to be gone where we spent so much time, um, the place we used to camp is going to go to someone else. Like all this stuff is going to change. And it, it feels like our family is for sure not going to be as tight knit because it's now the next generation's turn to, to be grandparents and, and to take that on. So that's like really sad and final. But uh, a friend of mine was texting me the other day and he just told me something really encouraging. He just said, remember the next time you see them, it'll be forever. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was pretty special. Yeah. Um, and that reminds me of one other thing. I remember, so as you're talking about, our, our grandparents have died, and so now it's the next generation. And so it's no longer getting together at grandma and grandpa's. It's a, now it is a family reunion. Mm-hmm. And I do remember, or I, there, there still is actually a family reunion with my grandparents' siblings, um, which there's only three a, sisters a, a few that are, are still living. But that, that family uh, I don't know, emphasis definitely was passed down from my grandpa's parents mm-hmm. because they would get together um, with like with my mom and dad's first cousins. They would get together a lot. And so it definitely was something that's been passed down um, even before our, our grandparents. Mm-hmm. That is true. All right. I think uh, it, so it is a little bit of a shorter episode today. Um, we do have some feedback. I, I guess I'll read that. And then, Theodore, was there anything else that we should discuss? I don't think so. Okay. On last week's episode, we were talking about, uh, or we, we had my mother-in-law, Violet, on, and she shared her story about having the police show up at her door. And so we have a, had a comment here from uh, Jeff's wife, Louisa. She, she said, a very similar thing happened to me at Aldi a few weeks ago. Uh-oh. They installed a bunch of self-checkouts, and somehow between the toddler bagging my own groceries and it just being new, I took off without paying. However, I remember before exiting the store and went back and rescanned everything, just as Violet did to correct the mistake. Just over her twiddling, just over here twiddling my thumbs, and the police officer shows up to arrest me. <laughs> um, that is very, yeah, that's that's very interesting. And then someone else said, uh, "Books and cameras said I had not heard this story yet, but somehow I'm not surprised this happened to Violet." So I'm not sure who books <laughs> and camera is, but anyway. All right, so 
Theodore, what's our word of the week? Or actually, sorry, what's the point? What's the point? The point is uh, spend time with your family and cultivate relationships that will last for eternity. Okay, what's our word of the week? Family.